Today, we're gonna be talking about how to research the bank that's going to be interviewing you for a super day. Today on Investment Banking Insights. All right, all right. Welcome to Investment Banking Insights. This is the only show dedicated to helping you learn both the technical and non-technical aspects of the investment banking process. Hello, my name is Alex Mason and I am your host. Thank you for joining me. I hope you're doing well and we are in Super Day season, my friends. We're going through a series talking about the things that you can do to prepare for your Super Day. Today is part five in this series. We recently talked about how to think about different niche topics or maybe advanced topics that you might be asked in the actual interviews. So check that out if you're interested. But today we're gonna be talking about research. Now when you've made it to a super day, you probably already know a little bit about the bank, right? You, You probably had to know something about the bank in order to get this far. But please understand that some firms are especially sensitive to candidates understanding them, understanding who they are, what their culture is, what the fit is. And in order to really answer that question well, you're going to have to have done your research. So you're going to be expected to know more than just the basics about what the bank does and what might make it a great place to work on the surface. You'll need to do some research to dig deeper. So let's go ahead and explore some questions together that will help you get to know the bank better and be more prepared for your super day. So one question at a very basic level that you wanna ask yourself is, what is the bank's primary source of revenue? How do they make money? Now, this is gonna differ a lot, especially based on the size of the bank and the nature of their operations as well. So for example, a bulge bracket bank will make money in a number of ways and investment banking income as a whole is only a fraction of their total revenue. Think about firms like JPMorgan Chase, for example. JPMorgan Chase has an investment banking component, but they make money a lot of different ways. They make money through consumer banking, from uh, business banking, basically loans, interest income, fees, all sorts of things. And fun fact for you, Morgan Stanley actually was started as a result of various regulations that prevented JP Morgan from having an investment banking business, but then the laws changed again. So then JP Morgan quickly re-entered the investment banking business. So yeah, fun fact for you there. (laughs) So basically you wanna understand how the firm makes money, right? Now, independent firms, they may make all of their income from investment banking related income. But don't stop there. You can break this down further. What specific activities within investment banking are generating revenue for the firm? Now, it could be from a number of things. It could be from sales and trading, advising on financings, restructurings, mergers and acquisitions, capital advisory, valuations and opinions, and even more. So those are ways that you can kind of break them down. You can also look at this from the lens of the industry groups that bring in the most business. And also just the fact that some banks only serve certain industry groups. 
So that's going to be a differentiator right there. So for example, a firm that maybe covers a couple different industry groups, which of those industry groups are bringing in the most business? Is it from industrial firms? Is it from healthcare, tech, consumer, something else? Another question is, what are the firm's plans for future growth? When you're trying to get to know the company's basic business, it's not just about what they do today, it's about where they wanna go in the future. What is the strategic vision of this investment bank? And how are you aligned with that? That's something that's important to think about, especially if you plan on really building a career as an investment banker and moving up in the organization over time, you need to be aligned with the strategic priorities of your of your bosses, right? So that's another important question to ask yourself. Now, where do you find information related to this? If the company is publicly traded, it's gonna be relatively simple to get a lot of this info. So look at 10Ks, 10Q filings, read the letters to shareholders, read annual reports, and just do control F and just search for banking or investment banking, and you'll find a lot of information especially for the bulge brackets where there's usually a lot of information to wade through. Uh, Look at company websites, look at reviews and comments on forums like Wall Street Oasis. But I would warn you to (laughs) take anonymous opinions on the internet with a grain of salt because uh, there's a lot of misinformation out there. A lot of great information too, but sometimes it's hard. And that's uh, one of the reasons I created this podcast was to help add clarity to a very unclear topic. Also look at industry guides, like Vault has a guide to investment banking. They have a Vault, I think it's Vault 20 or Vault 25, where they rank what they consider to be the top investment banks and uh, across different criteria, like work-life balance, compensation, etc. cetera. Um, okay, so now we know the business model of the firm. We know how they make revenue. What else are we gonna research? Well, we want to know also at a basic level how the firm is structured. This is somewhat related to the question of the business model, but we can look at some other things related to this. Is this a publicly traded company or is it a private company? Because that may influence the compensation structure, for example. Um, For example, a lot of publicly traded companies, they may give their bankers their bonuses in the form of company stock. Whereas private businesses that are investment banks may give their bankers bonuses in the form of cash. So that may be something you might want to know, right? And also how decisions are made can differ between private firms and publicly traded firms. Do different offices geographically around the country, around the world, do they kind of do their own thing? Or is there a centralized system of authority within the bank in terms of how decisions are made. Do certain offices have certain groups? So for example, one location may only have work related to TMT, technology, media, and telecom. So if you want to work in say industrials, you're not going to want to work in that location. And those are some pieces of information that would be pertinent for you to know. And to answer this question about structure, Think back to your coffee chat responses when you ask questions or when your interviewer was, or the, the, the banker was talking to you, observations that you had, if you had a chance to visit the firm's offices, chats with bankers at events or, or during prior interviews, that's where you're going to get these kinds of information. 
Okay, another good question to ask. What does the internship experience look like? Is it a generalist program or do you work in a predetermined industry or product group? And that's something that you might want to know, right? If you if you kind of want the flexibility, you might want to go for a generalist program. If you're pretty set on what you want to do, then you want to express that interest early and maybe work with a bank that that has openings in that group. Another important question, how many interns did the firm take last year? You might want to know that. And then another metric of the interns that worked at the bank last summer, how many of those were given the opportunity and then accepted full-time positions? So a firm may hire dozens of interns, but if only 50 or 60% are consistently getting return offers, then that's something that you might want to know going into this experience, right? You want to set your expectations based on the bank that you are potentially going to be working for over a summer and potentially building a career with. Another related question, is the internship program structured with specific predetermined projects or are you essentially a full-time banker with a 10-week window to work with the firm? I don't know if this is super common anymore, but I think in the past it used to be common for banks to kind of have these like fake deal projects or like non like basically like not real projects where interns would work on them whereas the full-time bankers would do the actual deals. But I think now a lot of banks are moving in the direction of like hey, you're there for the summer, you're going to actually be contributing to live deals potentially. And so that's something that you might want to know. Also, how does the deal flow look for your specific internship program? Is there variety in the work that you're going to be doing over the summer? Or is there a typical set of types of tasks that one ends up working on? And this is particular to the internship, of course. Um, But also, The internship is kind of a preview to what things are going to look like full-time, so just be cognizant of that. And in order to get this information, I think it's really helpful to have conversations with second-year students at MBA programs if you're going for an associate role, or juniors and seniors if you're going for an analyst role and you're in your undergraduate program right now. Also, have chats with bankers, particularly analysts and associates, because analysts and associates are typically not as far removed from the internship and recruiting experience as VPs, MDs, and directors. So talk to them, listen to them. And also you can get a lot of great administrative and logistic type information from the bank's recruiters. Okay, another important question. This may be one of the most important questions you can ask yourself when you're doing your research what is the firm's personality and culture? There are a lot of different ways to define this, but here's a series of kind of sub-questions within this topic that would be useful to ask yourself and try to, try to figure out the answers to these questions. So what type of person gets promoted at this bank? And when do they get promoted? Do they kind of wait in the wings for a long time until someone retires? Or is there like a pretty set timeline of a couple of years based on what people, what kind of work people do? 
get a sense for how that works. What does the career trajectory potentially look like here for you as you're thinking about considering this offer that you're about to get from this bank? Does the firm have any diversity, equity, and inclusion, DE&I initiatives? How long have they been in place if they do have anything at all? And what benchmarks does the bank use to measure success in this area? Does the firm participate in any sort of community or volunteer initiatives? Is the CEO or any board members on the board of any nonprofits or also for-profit organizations? And if so, which ones are they associated with? How many hours is the typical work week at this bank? (laughs) That's important to know, right? Also, when people answer this question, if you ask them directly, Notice how people talk about this, not just what number they say, because how they respond to the question can tell you a lot about the attitude towards working those hours, which can clue you in to the type of culture that is present at this bank. Okay, and how does the firm handle personal events or emergencies when bankers need to be unavailable? Not every bank is the same. Some banks will probably expect you to return a phone call within 15 to 30 minutes, depending on the situation. Some firms may be a little bit different. If you have something going on in your personal life, your team may just say, you know what, we're covering you for the next couple of hours, go do your thing. And because they know that you're going to come back and take care of business when you come back. And then likewise, you'll do the same for them when they have a situation. So the cultures of banks can be different in this way. And then just also kind of take stock in your interactions with people at this firm already at this point. How well have you gotten along with these people? And here I'm not just talking about the bankers that you talk to. Also consider the non-bankers. What about the HR people, the recruiting folks? What about the receptionist at the front desk? How were you treated when you walked in? Like all of these things can give you clues as to the culture of the business. So pay close attention. How do people dress at this firm? Is everyone looking pretty much the same or do junior bankers dress differently than the senior bankers? And if so, what are the differences? Like those are some aspects of the personality and culture. And in order to get this information, it's all about the conversations. Conversations with anyone associated with the bank, whether they're a banker or not, Also take note of the events that the bank invites you to. What is the nature of those events? Are they kind of serious events? Are they fun? Are they structured or relatively casual? That will clue you into culture and personality as well. Okay, so those are several questions that I think are super valuable to ask. And hopefully you've already been asking yourself many of those questions along the way, but this is the super day now. So you really wanna understand the bank inside and out uh, as much as you can from the outsider's perspective because you might work there and commit a very significant portion of your life to being with these people in this place. So (laughs) do your homework. It can definitely pay dividends in the future. And also just frankly, it'll prepare you better when you're sitting there during the super day because you can demonstrate the knowledge, demonstrate that you care because you've already worked so hard to get to know the bank. So do your best to document these questions and the answers to them. Write them down and talk to your friends who have already interviewed with the same bank. So in essence, 
pay attention to everything the bank communicates about who they are and look for any alignments or misalignments so that you can be prepared in your final round of interviews. Awesome stuff. <laughs> All right, that was a little bit of a longer one, but boy, I just had so much to say on this subject that I, I don't think I don't think it gets talked about enough is like, how do you do your research? What kinds of questions should you be asking? Um, I, I think there's a wealth of knowledge in this episode, and I hope you got some great things out of that. But that's what I got for you today here on Investment Banking Insights. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you for helping grow the show, sharing it with your friends, sharing it with people who are recruiting and rating this show on Apple and Spotify. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much for the five stars. It warms my heart whenever I see <laughs> those, uh, those numbers going up. So thanks so much, and I'll see you on the next one.